high boiling widget. Well, certainly for the next hour or so. Looking at the papers this morning, by the way, I did see one paper suggesting that the current heat wave was due to climate change. Ask my bollocks. Because I'm looking out the window here. Sorry about that. I'm looking out the window here. It's about 23 degrees. It's summertime. It's meant to be reasonably warm. It's not even that warm, for God's sake. Will you get over yourself? Eamon Ryan, of course, is away in Nairobi at the moment at some climate change conference, just like all the other world leaders that are there for every corner of the world. I wonder, did he go first class or did he cycle over? And who's looking after his potted plants in the window while he's there? I mean, here's a man who tells everybody else they shouldn't be traveling on an airline. Here's a man who believes we should get rid of cheap airlines and cheap travel around the world. And yet he's jetting around the world more than most of us. Do as we say and not as we do. And of course, the predictions are the latest polls that the Green Party will be obliterated in the next election. Well, I will welcome that for sure because all they've done is cost us money. Every single person in this country has had money removed from their pockets by the Green Party for green taxes, environmental taxes, which are there to satisfy the alarmists of the world. Now, moving on. Mobile phones. Now, let's be clear about it. I am not one for censoring. I am absolute when it comes to free speech and the free will and being able to pretty much do what you want to do as long as it's within the law. But when it comes to children, we have a duty to protect them. And I firmly believe that we are not doing that. When it comes to technology, we have allowed technology to destroy our children's lives. So many children around the world are bullied. They experience hard times. They see inappropriate videos, texts, all because they're using smartphones and technology. Now, in a video that quickly generated discussion on social media, the Republican presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy proposed a social media ban for children, arguing that protecting children was paramount. Now, remember, of course, he is running for presidency. He's not going to become the president, most likely. But if the Republican Party do get in and if Donald Trump gets in, which some people predict he may if he stays out of jail long enough, Vivek will most likely be the vice president. And he said he wants to bring in legislation across America to ban social media and mobile or smartphones for children. Have a quick listen to this video recently when he was talking about it. This isn't a partisan point. This is just solving a problem. The reality is modern social media. It's actually the place where not only are we preying on a psychological vacuum in kids with the algorithms, serving them up things that give Mark Zuckerberg a deeper window into their soul than a parent has into their soul. So I, I think for many reasons, addictive social media, for the same reasons that you don't let kids smoke an addictive cigarette by the age of 18, or have an addictive drink of alcohol by the age of 21, you should not be using an addictive social media product beneath the age of 16. Yes. Kids aren't the same as adults. I, I, like, I like freedom for adults. Kids aren't adults, right? And so we have to protect children. That's one of my bases for saying it, but actually look at the facts. It is also the main source of predatory behavior that actually begins in the online world before it moves to the offline world. And so that for me is just one more reason for supporting a policy that I've long advocated even before I ran for president, but which I also articulated on day one of running for president. If you're not old enough to smoke that addictive cigarette by the age of 16, you're not old, by the age of 18, you're not old enough to use that addictive social media product by the age of 16 either. 
And we should have the courage to actually stand up and say, this isn't a Republican or Democrat issue. This is about protecting our children and have the spine to see it through. This is not just a Republican issue. And of course, as I said, he could become the next vice president of the United States. He undoubtedly won't be the president, but he could become the next vice president of the United States. And if he does, he said he will bring in legislation to ban the sale of smartphones and ban the use of smartphones and social media to children. Now, coincidentally, on the same day, uh, Irish independent uh, tech journalist Adrian Weckler said parents play into the big tech companies' hands by letting kids access to social media. And the survey indicates platforms such as Facebook and Instagram not solely are the fault of child users but their parents and parents are the biggest hypocrites for allowing them to do it. Now we've spoken on the show a lot about the dangers of mobile phone use, particularly on the radio as well and only recently I spoke to an expert called Matthew Bergman and he is from the Social Media Victims Law Centre. Matthew is involved with taking cases against media companies and social media companies for the harm they're causing to children. Well, today we heard in the news that the education minister as well, Norma Foley, has given her support to efforts to make schools mobile free. Um, And there's a pilot study underway in County Waterford where all primary schools in Greystones and Wicklow have now banned the devices with involvement of parents and consent of parents, but should we go a step further? Now calls are being made to have more schools do the same thing. And I want to know, do you think it's a good idea? Now, the argument uh, that they would be less out or they would be left out should I say if we took the phone off our children is really redundant because if every parent did the right thing and did the same thing they wouldn't be left out if you really feel it's necessary for them to communicate you can still get an old Nokia phone that you can make you know non-internet phone calls on although we managed to get home years ago when I was a kid without them so what are they really missing out on oh right they're missing out on the bullying then there's the inappropriate videos online Then there's the weirdos and predators that are just waiting for them. And of course, they'd be missing out on all that free pornography. Wouldn't that be sad? Sadly, they would miss that that 24-hour-a-day constant communication with people they probably don't even know. Of course, they'll miss out on the videos about drugs, drink, suicide, violence, nudity, sex, eating disorders. And of course, let's not forget gender ideology, which a lot of people talk about nowadays. So let's be fair and say there are some positive things about smartphones for kids. When I think of some of them, I'll come back to you. But I want to know what you think. Should we legally make it illegal and ban smartphone usage and social media for children under the age of 16? Don't say that we can't do it because we can. It's up to parents to police it. The number is 085 12255. There's the number on the screen. 085 12255 if you want to get involved. Let me go to Morgan, please, please, if I can first. Morgan, hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Morgan, I, I know parents are going to say, oh, well, you can't ban them, you know. Sure, how are you going to police that? But it's up to parents to police it. We police smoking. We police drinking as parents. It's our job to police those things that are illegal. Now, some will still do it, but it's our job to police it. So should we do the same with mobile phones? Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Um, But I I would also add that it should be, the companies should be pursued as well. Like Social media should not be allowed for for kids under the age of 16. I agree with that 100%. Mm. I'm not sure banning the physical devices would be the way I would go about it, but just social media. So the likes of Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, that should just be banned for everyone, in my opinion. There is no benefit to having Snapchat. No. Um, so all those things you, you should have to be able to prove your age before you can download them and children absolutely not no way I have never understood why they don't do that like if I go to and set up yeah. an account with Revolut for example for banking 
you know, I just yeah, I have exactly, to take a yeah. photograph of my passport before they'll give me an account and verify it. So why can't social media companies do the same thing? Because we know kids are on social media at 10 years of age. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think we'll look back on this time, you know, maybe 50 years from now and think, what the hell were what we, we thinking? doing? Yeah, what why, were we thinking? why on earth were children just thrown to the wolves like that? And mm. um, hopefully that's my hope anyway. We'll look back on this and, and, and realize what madness it was. My kids didn't get phones until they were thir- 13. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was difficult. Like the peer pressure that they got and that I got from other parents yeah. was insane. It was just so bad. But we were we were adamant that they wouldn't have phones until they until they were going to secondary school. So I have I have four kids. Two of them are in secondary school, and then I've got a ten and an eight year old. And luckily, the tide seems to have turned a little bit because the the ten year old and the eight year old are not under any kind of pressure in their school to get a phone. Mm. No, I don't think any of their friends have them yet either. Whereas when the when the teenagers were their age, all the kids in their classes had phones. It was the most bizarre thing and it, there was nobody questioning it. It was just... This is, this you, is you're actually... Did. I noticed you're, you're, you're from Wicklow, right? And, and currently in yeah. Wicklow, there's this pilot study underway where uh, County Waterford and Wicklow and Greystones, uh, schools have t- taken it upon themselves with the consent of parents and the agreement of parents to ban mobile phones completely. And I think this is a great idea and a great concept. Yeah. It's the start of something. You know, but it's not it's yeah. not enough, I don't believe, but I think it's the start of something. But why do you, why do you think Absolutely. parents who are otherwise intelligent think that it's okay just to abandon the child with a mobile phone? And you know, they've they've almost become the babysitters. You know, oh the kids are just an inconvenience yeah. and oh they're they're on their phone, they're quiet, they're happy. Why do you think we've done that? I don't know, to be honest. Um I think there's elements of wanting you know, a bit of peace and quiet in the house during the day. So it is, you know, the electronic babysitter. But I also think there's a lot of, like, keeping up with the Joneses stuff going on because parents can be really uh, competitive with each other when it comes to stuff like this. Like, it's like what I said um, when my, my teenagers were little. Like, it wasn't just the kids under under pressure. I felt under pressure by other parents. I can't tell you how many times I had a parent say, "Well, but why don't you? Why don't you um, get your kids a phone?" I said, mm. Yeah, I, I, I think it's wrong. I don't think they should have phones at this age. You know, they can access anything. Said, oh, but sure, you can just take the phone off them. I mean, when I was fourteen years of age. I was excited because one of my mates brought home a Mayfair magazine from London because he was away with his parents, right? And that was the closest we ever got to something that was inappropriate when I was 14 years of age. But now at 12 and 13 or even younger, according to some research, they have access to information about suicide, pornography, you know, eating disorders. And the algorithms that they use are purposely sending this information. It was a great study by the Washington Post. And, you know, the phone, uh, the social media account was set up by a 13-year-old, or they claimed it was a 13-year-old, set up as a 13-year-old. And the first thing that was sent to them was, you know, things about, you know, eating disorders and body image. Yeah. And, like, they're targeting children specifically about these things that they know bother children. Yeah. And it is quite shocking, isn't it? It's disgusting. It's, there is, there's no other way to describe it. it is, it's disgusting. And, like, so, so many kids teenagers out there have been groomed through their phones in in their in the in the 
supposed safety of their own homes with the parents in the next door, in the next room, and their children, completely unbeknownst to them, are being groomed by predators mm. and, and, and social media companies and advertisements. Because I kind of count that as, as grooming as well, especially when the kids are so young. And when we were they, young, they you know, know yeah, when we were young, our parents were very careful about what we were allowed to watch on television. I remember yeah. even, I remember even, you know, I don't know, you probably aren't as old as me, but the Sweeney was on ITV, which was a kind of a detective show, but it had a lot of bad language. And there was no way I was going to be allowed to see that when I was kind of 14 or 15 years of age. I was sent to bed yeah. when that came on or anything that had inappropriate language. But now kids are sitting, with, you know, at 13 with TikTok videos where people are being involved in violent crashes, falling off motorbikes, being beheaded, you know, all sorts of things yeah. that are completely inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand how we've allowed companies to, to, to do this. Like, the, mm. I don't, I genuinely don't understand why it's not enforced. Because I, I think... Some of the some of the companies do have age limits on it officially, but like if you're if you're a kid and you're you're setting up whatever a Facebook account, you just you just change your date of birth. Yeah, date of birth. yeah, exactly. <laughs> like and that's 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 it. That's all you have to do to get around it. So yeah, I think the companies need to be targeted, really, really, really uh, methodically targeted by 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 okay. consumers, by parents, by the government. We have to start holding them to account because. If they have, if, if people can do it, they will do it. So Absolutely. Kind of. Well, do, yeah. do me a favor, just stay there for a second because I want to go to Neve as well. Neve, hi, how are you? Hi. Uh, Neve, I mean, you know, people keep saying to me, oh, you can't do that. You, would, you couldn't bring in legislation. You could, absolutely. And it would be up to parents to police it. Do you believe that it would be good to bring in legislation to ban it for children under the age of 16? I'm not really comfortable about legislation. And I do know some parents are rubbish, but um, I don't, they shouldn't have them at all. I, I don't know about the legislation because the control that they have at the moment, maybe I would probably say yes if, for the better, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I, I well, well, let me give you the argument. There's legislation to stop kids from smoking under the age of 16, right? But realistically, right. nobody enforces that legislation. Guards are not arresting people. But what the legislation does is it's a guideline for parents. Because the guards can't be in your house if your kid is smoking or drinking or whatever it is, right? So right. it's up to you. Yeah, so yeah. it's up to you as a parent then to enforce that legislation. I would say for uh, social media, yeah, definitely. That wouldn't bother me. Yeah. Legislation. Yeah. The phones, you can get other types of phones, can't you? That they can just make a phone yeah. call to yeah. mommy and daddy. I don't think they'd be any harm if your child was going somewhere on their own, you know? Yeah, just so as they long can as they couldn't you. ring anyone else, yeah, mm. and they couldn't get on online in any way, you know? But I just think they, they're, they're ruining kids. They're ruining them completely. But see, when, um, when you say have, they're ruining them, we're the ones that are doing it. The social media companies and TikTok and Facebook and Twitter, they're not buying the phones for the kids. We are. Yeah. No, I meant the phones are real. Oh, sorry. Because okay. they're, they have access to everything. Sorry, I should have said. Um, it's, I, I can't. That's all I keep saying to everyone. They shouldn't be allowed on them at all. No way. And I understand it's hard for parents because a lot of the time parents are busy and it's like, can I please? No. Can I please? No. Can I please? No. Okay, go on. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But um, parents, yeah. I, look, I, I wasn't perfect, but um, they're not saying no. And I know it's a hard thing to do if all their friends have them. But if all their friends didn't have them, if they weren't allowed to have them, 
then yeah, you're right. Maybe yeah, maybe so. Mm-hmm. If it's the only way to get them, because a parent isn't going to not let them have a phone or go on social media. Their friends have them. It's yeah. very unusual, I think. You know. Yeah. But they're really kids. I what I mean by day, I told you, phones. So do, you, so do you have no kids, Neve? You got kids yourself. I do. I uh, do. They're grown up. Yeah. And how old are they now? Uh, 26. Okay. 25. Okay, so really it wasn't a thing when they were younger. Well, it's certainly not what it is now. No, not at all. But, but although now, at that time as well, you'd hear the phone hopping off the floor all night long, text messages or whatever, yeah. coming and going. And it was just unbelievable because they don't get a proper night's sleep. No, because they're bringing them to bed with them. And they're yeah, staying up till two don't. in the morning talking to their mates or whatever it is, or their mates yeah. are WhatsApping them or texting them. And I yeah. remember, I remember, you know, when my daughter was younger, I had this kind of rule where she and and I always say to parents, let them be in charge. Where she had to put it outside her bedroom door at night. So when she went into yeah. bed, she had to put the phone outside the bedroom door. And in fairness to her, she did do it. So I, I think that's important as well to let them take charge. So it's suggested to them to do it. So they think they're making yeah, the decision. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the idea that you let them go to bed, you know, you know, under the age of 16 with a mobile phone under the sheets with them, you know, chatting mm. to their mates, that's bonkers. It's just ridiculous. The, the other thing as well is that they're becoming addicted to them. Oh, they are addicted. And, you know, of like course. video games. Mm. So... That, that, they go into a temper if you take it off them. You know that kind of way? Well, you're right. That's a great idea to let them make a decision, if you know what I mean. And, and there was to a, hand it over. Yeah, there was a guy last night we were talking to on the radio, and he said he brought his two kids, teenagers, young teenagers, away to Northern Ireland to see the, you know, the Giants' Causeway and the bridge and everything else. And he said they had a meltdown when they crossed the border because they had no data and they couldn't access the internet. He said they ruined the whole weekend. He ended up having to bring them home early uh, because, because they mm. couldn't connect to the internet. He said they would no interest in the Giants' Causeway, couldn't wait to get away from it quick enough because they wanted to get back to their phones. And he said as soon as we got back to Dundalk on the way back, he said it was like a, a junkie, you know, getting their fix. Mm. Like, that's and crazy. Let's be honest. And let's be honest, they're learning from us as well. Oh, yeah. You know? Well, here's the you thing. We're adults. Yeah, well, look, we're adults. We can make those decisions. And I would never suggest for a minute you ban mobile phones for adults. But for children, we, oh, have, no. a du- we have a duty yeah. to protect them, don't we? Yeah, but if you see, um, don't they say that as well? I'm, I know from experience that at home, in the family home at night, in the evening, you know, everyone's on their phones while they're eating and all. It's just, it's gone crazy. Mm. Crazy. Yeah, you're right. to everyone to show show a good example as well you know yeah and that, but definitely uh, the, those rules are great that you know people should you know when you're sitting down for dinner at night the phones should be put away you know because I, yeah i actually i remember sitting down for dinner with my mom and dad years ago you weren't even allowed to speak to my be on a phone <laughs> the television was turned off in the background and you'd have to ask your dad could you leave the table just to go to the jacks <laughs> i mean yeah, uh, you'd miss you'd miss the respect wouldn't you years ago mm, there's no yeah. respect anymore and my dad, I'd say to my dad, can I leave the table? I'm finished. And he'd look at me dinner and he'd go, three more spoonfuls. And I'd go, oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ, how am I going to fit this in? Hi, well, stay there. Hang on, Jason. Hi, how are you? How are you? Jason, I mean, is it even possible to suggest banning mobile phones for children under the age of 16? Oh, no, that genie's out of the bottom. That genie's out of the bottom. You'll never get that back in. Oh, I don't know. It's up to us. What? Parents here is going to stand up to their child and say you're not getting the phone. What? Parents stop being parents in this what country. What are you saying? What are you saying? What parent is going to stand up to their here. child? There's not a there's not a parent here that's going to say no to their child. Why? Because we're afraid of upsetting them. 
in case they end up going and then talking to people about us. Now, the biggest concern at the moment of young adults, right, between 16 and 25, what do you think it is? It's not the state of the economy. It's not the Ukraine war. It's not even what happened during COVID. It's the mental health services are un- inadequate. Mm. Now, why are 16 to 24-year-olds worried about mental health? I have no idea. No because idea. the mobile phone has catastrophized everything. Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. everything is a catastrophe. No, we're sanitizing words, right? We're, we're changing lyrics of songs. What, what was it last week? They we're trying to remove the word fat out of Queen's oh, I, great right. song. Remember yeah, that? Oh, yeah, Fat Bottom Girls. Okay, right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But I, I only okay. read yesterday there's some new song out and some journalist in the Irish Independent was given out about the word cow being used because it calls yeah. a girl oh. a cow. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and we're going through Raoul Dahl books. We're trying to change all that. We're not allowed to use words in case it upsets them. Then you flip over, you go to a woman, what's a Carly B? Have you heard her song, The Wap? No. Oh, God. They just Google the lyrics of her song, right? And wait, you hear. And yet that's number one that allowed that. Parents don't want to be parents. They want to be their, kid, their, their, their children. You, you know what Wap stands for, by the way, don't you? Having a clue. I won't let it on in my house. Okay. Okay. Okay, the word I, actually stands for wet ass pussy. There you go. Yeah. And that's acceptable. But yet we have to take the word fat out in case it upsets somebody. Mm. Oh, I know. I know. We're progr- I mean, I look, they're programming children now to, to be upset by certain things. I mean, look at, for example, the climate alarmism, for example. That's terrifying children. Oh, the world is ending. The world oh, yeah. is ending. Oh, ending. It should have been ending last year. She's gone under a rock again, I heard. Who's sweet? The Swedish teenager. Oh, yeah, yeah, Queen Greta. Yeah. <laughs> After she's made her millions, by the way, can I just say, on her that's books. It, that's it. Yeah. It's, but that's what it's all about. It's all about feeding the information you want them to feed them. Now the government are trying to bring out these legislations where they'll decide for us what's factual and what's fiction. Mm-hmm. I mean, can you not see where we're going with this? Oh, no, I know. They they, they've set up, yeah, they've set up the Ministry for Truth, I call it. Yeah. The Ministry for Truth. And who and who, who tells them that's the truth? Like, but I've, you, you know, I've King Tank, exactly, people yeah. who... They're, they're going to be think tanks. They're going to be these uh, NGOs that are paid for by the government to tell the government that they're doing right and doing wrong. But well, you you keep saying to me the genie's out of the bottle. I mean, you heard Vivek Ramaswamy. Sorry, I always get his name wrong. He's one of the Republican candidates. If he gets into government and if he becomes vice president of America, which he could in the next election, he is going to bring in legislation to ban the use of smartphones and social you media can for children. Bring it in all you want. But, 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 no, no, hang on. but don't be so defeatist. We have legislation to ban alcohol from children. We've legislation to ban them from driving. But no, 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 take, no, take, no. Take a, hold on, hold on, hold on. It may not stop them drinking. Any, any house in the state in Ireland, any night of the week, and you tell me how the ban on alcohol okay. and children is going. But what I, no, but no, hang on, no, hang on for a second, Jason. What it does is, I'm, I completely agree with you. Children still smoke and they still drink, right? But here's, but here's the thing. It reduces it greatly because what it does is it tells parents, we know as parents, it's not good for children to drink under the age of 18. Some of us are responsible about that, some are irresponsible about it. But in the vast majority of cases, we do monitor that. So there's no police going around arresting people in their houses for drinking, you know, at 15 years of age or smoking at 15 years of age because they couldn't police that. But at the legislation, what it does is the same as the legislation about the age of consent. We know kids are having sex at 16 years of age or younger in some cases, but at least the age of consent is a guideline. So let's set a guideline for the use of smartphones. So we don't go out and buy them. We don't buy them cigarettes. We don't buy them. Well, some parents buy them alcohol. We don't generally buy them alcohol. And we don't buy them sex. So let's, what I'm saying is let's set a guideline so parents understand or have a better understanding that everybody's with uh, them, no, that I, they're not I, on their I, own. 
See, parents and believe they're on their own. No, in an ideal world, we'll all walk down the, the road singing Kumba, yeah, okay? It's not going to happen. We live in a world now where people are selfish. People just want what they want. They want it yesterday, and they're not going to wait till tomorrow for it. Okay, you have a child there. I want that. No, I want that, and I want it now. I'm not going to go to school. What's going to happen? Oh, there you go, son. There you go, love. There you go. Go to school, please. And it's all just about convenience. But, but, but I'm listening to you, Jason. I'm surprised at you. Yeah, but I'm surprised at your defeatist attitude. And the oh, reason no, the, no, you I'm do. No, no yeah, realist. but the reason parents feel like that is because they feel they're on their own. They say, "Oh, I can't take." That. Well, hang on. No, no, no. Hang on. No, they they think they can't take the phone off them because oh, they'll be left out and their mates won't be able to contact them. Being parents, then. Well, then they have no business being parents if they're worried about what their kids are thinking. My man, and dad didn't give a shit what we thought about them. They done what was right for us, and guess what? They done a good job. I done it with my first law. No problems with them. All grow up nice and healthy and normal. No dramas with them. Why? Because they hadn't got smartphones telling them that everything was all right. And no matter what they chose to do, they were special and they were right. I mean, look what we're letting kids do to themselves now like this. They were worried about under 16 on mobile phones. They're letting kids as young as 10 now go on hormone blockers and choose their genders and their pronouns. There's not an eight-year-old out there that knows what a pronoun is without their man and dad telling them what a pronoun is. So that's gone now. The, the, the day of being a parent and your child till they're 18 is over. As soon as they're 10 or 11 now, uh, uh, they're, they're not your child anymore. They're your friend. You want to be their friend. You have to hear them all with putting up their silly posts with my best friend, my best bud. My, no, they're not. They're your child. Act like their parents. Stay there for a second. Let me go to James as well. James, hi. How are you doing? Afternoon, Tim Oyle. James, I, I, I understand what Jason is saying, and I, maybe I'm being a bit harsh saying he has a defeatist attitude, but, and I understand why parents are saying, I can't take the phone off them because all their mates, and they'll be left out, and they'll be bullied. But if all parents took action, if we all did it, well, then they would have no choice. They'd be all in the same boat, and we'd be back to where we were, in a safer place. Yeah, I do. Now, I have to say, I do agree with what some of Jason said. Like, you know, he is a realist. He has been realistic, but... As you said about the genie, you know, we could get the genie back in the bottle. And what they could do is they could turn around and say, no, you don't, like, introduce, just say you introduce legislation today, you get a pass today by some miracle. You don't say, right, from 2024, you must be over the age of 16. So what you simply do is you say, right, from the age, from the year 2026, 2027, if you're over the age of 16, you must produce identification. Now, as other callers have mentioned about social media companies, why don't social media companies make sure they don't care over the age? All it is to them is numbers, Niall. I, as you know, Niall, I drive a taxi and I drive loads of people around to work for all these social media companies. But there's one company in particular who do all the monitoring for all the social media companies for Facebook or Meta, Twitter, uh, WhatsApp. They do the whole lot, right? And they've barely got enough staff to monitor what they have. That's only for the kind of European market. There's maybe three or 400 staff in each building 24-7 who monitor what's been said, what's been posted and stuff like that. You know, everything like that, Nile is all shipped out to other companies. Like, these social media companies, they don't care because all they want to be able to do is, if you take Twitter or X, all he wants to be able to say is, I have 10 or 5, whatever it is, billion. million active viewers per, yeah. per minute or whatever. Yeah, I was going to say 10 billion, but kind of... Add impressions. I think it's all about impressions, how yeah. many impressions they get. And that's, that's yeah. what it's all about. And then you can go, then you can go to advertising and say, look, on an average day, we've got 2 billion people using their platform. Yeah, you know, they probably don't. You know what I mean? But it's all about numbers now, and that's the reason why the social media companies they don't want this touched with a barge fall. They're perfectly happy if you're ten, you go online and simply say, 
yeah, I want to register. I'm over 13. There you go. Congratulations. There you go. But what are we, but what are we doing as parents that we hand them a device for Christmas or birthdays or whatever it is or for the communion they buy it themselves? We let them yeah. have a device that gives them access. And I mentioned earlier on to hardcore yeah. pornography, violence, Absolutely. nudity, sex, eating disorders, suicide, yeah. drugs, drink, gender ideology, of course, Jason mentioned. We, we hand them a device with access to all of that. There is no way when we were young, James, we had access to any of that. But you have to remember now, we're of a totally different generation. But, that, but, but that, that's not an excuse. We, no, no, no. Just, because just it's within our power to do now, it. Right? No, but hypo- hypothetically, Niall, right? You're, you, I think you're about 10 years or so older than me. Just imagine we had today's devices, wherever it was, 45 years ago. It'd be the exact same situation. Of course. It's just the fact, it's just the way the generation has moved on. Like in 20 years' time now, Everybody would probably walk around with implants. You know what I mean? We don't actually have physical but yeah, but, 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 yeah, but it's up to us to control that situation. That And, and it just, I don't care about adults. They have free will. They can do what they want, right? Um, I'm yeah. talking about children. We have a duty up to the age of 18 to protect them. After they're 18, there's nothing we can do for them. They're on their own, right? Yeah. But up to the age yeah. of 18, we have a duty to protect them and make sure their minds aren't poisoned. Make sure, as Jason said, they don't end up in mental health services because they've been online and being told they're ugly or whatever it is they're being told by other people. We have a duty to protect them, just like our parents well, protected Niall, us. Niall, and unfortunately, Niall, no, sorry, no, go ahead, Jason. No, it was the same, though, back in the 50s, 60s, 70s. Like, you must remember, your parents would have been brought up, say, just say, classical music, say, and then the, the, the rock and roll came in. And all you parents said it was the devil's music and we must protect <laughs> our children. And then television came in, okay, and the gramophone was thrown in the thing, and then, oh, that's the devil's box, oh. And then colour television came in. And then satellite television came in. I mean, before satellite television, you know yourself, television started at three o'clock, and it was off then, your dad came yeah. in at six. Yeah but, but, yeah, but Jason, my, when I, I just said earlier on, when I was 13 or 14, there was things on telly that I wasn't allowed to watch. I wasn't allowed to watch telly after 9 o'clock at yeah, night. But you'd be allowed to watch them now. now even now, they would, the ratings would change on them. Where they were over at 18s back then, they'd be bloody PG now. Like, that, that's normal talk now, what, what you weren't allowed to listen to back then. But it's the same world, it's just different technology. As, as that gentleman said, in 20 years' time, it's going to be implants. My young is already looking for a VR set for next Christmas. We're up to now, it was PlayStation, this or an Xbox, you know, the usual. And now it's, I need this uh, Oculus or whatever. It's like a VR headset. Yeah, I know the one. Yeah. And it's just, it's just progressing. But we have to be parents instead of friends. Yet modern technology is great. My kids are coming on great in school because of it. They're learning a, lot, a, a hell of a lot more. Where we'd have to go down the library and do that. But we have to be careful. But I don't. To. But I really don't think. And a little bit later on today, and I'll put it up on the podcast. Later, I'm going to be talking to Will Geddes, as a security expert, right? But I really don't believe, as parents, we really understand the danger of social media, because no, I know I know James has teenagers as well, and when they're sitting there on that phone. The stuff that's coming up on the screen in front of them is not random. It's not stuff they're choosing either. They're purposely being targeted with it. Right, now, maybe if you're over 50, you have an excuse. Anybody under 50 with kids, no. We were brought up with the internet. We were learning about computers and the internet when I was in school at 14, 15, say, right? I'm nearly 50 now. So anybody under 50 that has young teenagers, there's no excuse. It's convenient, it's lazy, and it's, you know, something. At least she's not, or he's okay, not. Okay, well, are you, are you lazy? Sorry, just before I come to see you now, are you lazy, James? Uh, honestly, I'd say there's a bit of laziness in there, Noel, to be honest. And, and as you mentioned something, or someone else said about uh, going up to the Giants Causeway, I go up to Newry quite often for my kids' dental treatment, and I'll be going up today. 
And when you hit, just as you hit the border of where I don't dock there in Newry, and the signal drops, as, as someone else, that they are like addicts. They're like, we know 3 or 4G. And they're like, I'd be like, okay, relax. Like, you know, yeah, it's at the end of the world. Yeah. And they're like, but, 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 you know, and it's always like, it's always like, someone might be sending me a snap or someone might be sending me this. Or, you'd be like, well, if they send it to you, you get it five minutes later. Or then they'll say, well, have you got, is your phone working? Can I hotspot? Can I hotspot your phone? Hot yeah. And I'd be like, hot no. Spot, yeah. You know, no, it's just, I, no, I, I think James right now. I think a lot of it, it is. And that's really, what yeah. the man said to me last night. He said when he, he eventually ended the weekend early, they only ended up going for a day, right? They were supposed to go for the weekend. He said, when I got back to Dundalk, he's the worst fool to forgive an instant, by the way. He said they had no interest in the Giants' causeway, no interest in the stuff he was bringing them to say. All they wanted to do was get back on their phones. He brought them back to Dundalk. And he said when they got back online, he said they were like junkies getting a fix. Mm. You know what I mean? Going and, then, and then what happens, Niall, is they realise then that they've, it's, it's like, you know, years ago you forget your phone and you're like, oh, geez, I wonder if anybody's rang me or text me. And then eventually three or four hours later you get home to, to get your phone and you're like, no calls, no texts. <laughs> and you're like, you know. So what was all the panic about? You know, yeah. it, is, it is just, as you mentioned, it's instant, or, or instant gratification. Was, okay, well, stay there. Let me just go to Tina as well. Tina, hi, how are you? How's it going, Niall? How are you? Good. Tina, I mean... <laughs> Everybody keeps saying that oh, the genie's out of the box, or it's too late. But as we all came came together as parents and were responsible, we could stop them using smartphones. Well, you're yeah, you're right. It is. It's lazy parenting because it's down in, it's down to each an individual parent how how they bring up their kids. Now I'm I I'm gone fifty, mm-hmm. and I have six kids. Now I I think the sixteen rule is a bit ridiculous to be honest with you because I mean if my father I didn't have a phone by the way until I was twenty six. A mobile phone, like, that's yeah. the truth. I was 26 when I got my first mobile phone. Of course, I was a novelty for a while, but I, today I see them as imaginary leashes. Yeah. And where the, where the internet is concerned and the bullying is concerned, unfortunately now, if you wanted to, say for argument's sake, if you wanted to fucking have a row with somebody years ago when you were that age, 12, 13, you'd have to meet them down to picture. You'd have, and there'd be a group of 30 and you kick the shit out of each other and that'd be it, it'd be done. But now it's all psychological abuse. It's mental torture. There's too much competition out there. Parents are too busy trying to make money. And they are. There's, I've said this before, they're throwing gadgets at their kids way too young. Yeah. And then the babysitter comes in and what happens, she's on her gadget. There's no communication. There's no nurturing being done with these children. And when it comes then to online bullying and stuff like that, they haven't a clue how to handle it. Yeah, I know, and 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 you are and right. You are right. Yeah, I know. I, I I'm not going to disagree with anything you've just said. So, I mean, why don't we do so? Why are we not doing anything about it? Why are we just well, letting it happen? Me, I am one of I am one of the old school parents that did my kids' phones. They got them when they went into first year, so that I was able to communicate with them. I didn't know. I was never a snoop. I never ever snooped on their phones. But when my children always had any kind of real problems, like bullying or anything like that. They were nurtured to death from a tender age and they came to me with any problem they had. They didn't go... So most parents wouldn't even look at their children's phones. They're afraid to. Well, I wouldn't, look at, I wouldn't look at my kids' phones, but I don't feel that my children, thank God, have anything to hide from me. But I do know of parents, unfortunately, that their kids are being bullied online. I know a typical one where there was four boys, they went to a certain place... And there was an ambush of 30 or 40 kids waiting for them. And they had already sent them a picture onto their phones that they had knives as well. Okay. That's where it gets J- Sorry, James, your teenage children, would you look at their phones? Yes. Be, now, be honest, James, be honest. Yes, I do. I, I have a 
I have a 12-year-old boy and 14 and 16-year-old daughters. My 12-year-old boy is not on any form of social media. I use the word Okay, yes. let, let's focus on the 14-year-old. 16-year-old is a bit more uh, older and mature. Let's focus on the 14-year-old. Would you regularly yeah. take the 14-year-old's phone and look through it? I wouldn't do it. Because I think, uh, Jason, I do, you, do you take the phones, Jason, and look through them? I've only one who, um, she's 14 now, and yet my partner would, every now and again, when she said, I'll give us a look at that. But like that, I have all the login details on my phone. So, and I have her convinced, convinced that every time she touches it, I get a notification. <laughs> That's good. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Very yeah, good. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have her literally yeah. convinced, yeah. So she's terrified. But she's my first. Before Spar, I didn't have to worry about it. Thank God. Social media wasn't a big thing. You know, my my situation. I was far over 18 and far under. And these ones that I'm a bit more clued into. I saw. And I take it all on board, what's being said. And, you know, and I try and implement implement bits and pieces myself now. I saw research now recently on 13-year-old smartphones. 98% 98% in a study, 98% of 13-year-old smartphones contained inappropriate conversations. 90, 98%. So what I'm saying to you is, the majority of people listening today, if you took your 13-year-old smartphone and looked at it, most likely, if they didn't get a chance to delete it before you took it, you will find completely inappropriate conversations. Oh, yeah. For and not, and you know, so sorry for going across... Sorry, no, let's no, no. Put across. If you question them on that content, I guarantee you most of them wouldn't even know what that meant. But it's just what they know, it's the words they know. But they wouldn't know how to use them properly. Or, you know, they'd be just words and sentences. If you question them, say, what does that really mean? I guarantee they wouldn't know. Sorry, yeah, yeah sorry, Tina, you were ch- You're this. right. I've challenged my kids on words, and you're absolutely right. They have no comprehension yeah. of what they're saying whatsoever at that age. Yeah, but 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 still, yeah, but still, you don't want them receiving that content, or even you know, James, Jason, Tina, they're looking at TikTok or whatever it happens to be. And I, I've looked at TikTok, and you know, I watch it sometimes before I go to bed, and it wastes an hour of my life. Uh, but yeah. a lot, but a lot of the content is completely inappropriate for a, ch- a young child. Complete. But, but even on the likes of Facebook, Niall, if you look at any child now worth their salt over the age of 13, and if parents even had the cop on to just literally log into their Facebook, 99% of them say they're over 18 already. That's why they're getting that content. Because yeah. apparently you're meant to be 18 before you can go on Facebook, or you were years well, ago. Th- well, 13, I think, is the we're age, isn't it? Yeah, 13. Well, well, yeah, well, I, re- I but remember they lie. looking on my daughter's phone, and she had put down her wrong day of birthday, and she was 18. Yeah. That's why they're getting inappropriate content. Well, these algorithms that they use are extremely clever and they target children, you know, children who already may have an eating disorder. They charge, target them with more eating disorder problems or more mental health problems. Children who, who show an interest, for example, and as J- Jason mentioned, gender ideology, they will target them with more of that stuff. You know, children they who are bombarded, Noel. They absolutely. bombard them. So, so they, they target you with what they believe you're interested in. But they'll overdo yeah. it. If you put in, you know, if a little 13-year-old boy puts in nudie woman into Google or something like that because he has a little bit of a secret interest, they will suddenly start targeting him with porn. So what I'm saying is they target them with these analytics, you know, yeah. and algorithms. And as well, this, this mental health thing, focusing and getting it into children's heads at a tender age. Mm. So if you have mental problems... The next thing, if they're not able to handle a situation, they're convincing themselves they have a fucking mental health issue. It's ridiculous. But that's, I remember back, that's like we all remember back to when we were 10 and 12. We were all outside playing. 
hanging around the street. As you said, there was no such thing in your phones. We had to be more creative and more imaginative. When we no, see, there's white van men, men now going around. Oh, white van men, yeah. Look yeah. at the internet. It's full of white van men going around robbing kids. But my God, man, I've never heard a one report. I, I always thought that was the funniest thing ever when you see, but primarily women on Facebook going, there's a man in a white well, van in the area. He tried, to, he tried to abduct one of the kids yesterday. And I'm going, we must have the worst kidnappers in the world in this country because they never <laughs> succeed. They always yeah, just yeah. try. Do you really? But there was a story there a while ago about some 14-year-old and three men, I think they were foreigners, jumped out of a van and ab- tried to abduct her, but she managed to escape. Now, let me tell you, if three men jumped out of a van to rob yeah, a teenager, yeah. you know what I mean? She's not going to escape. So we have the worst abductors ever. But that's there's a, there's a whole story in Australia, a funny one actually, about the white van man abductors. Anyway, sorry, let me just go to Margaret. Margaret, hi, how are you? How are you, Niall? How are you today? Good. Margaret, is it, is it time to, yeah. you know, that we, we kind of start reflecting on what we're doing to teenagers and bring in legislation to ban the use of smartphones and social media for children under the age of 16? Yeah, 100%. But responsibility starts with the parents. Yep. Our parents who actually go out and buy the mobile phone for the child. Mm-hmm. And that's where it should stop. If a child asks you at 12 years of age, I want a mobile phone, when you turn around, you're the parent, say, actually, no, you're too young. You are not getting a mobile phone. But all my friends have when one. You, all my friends have I one, Mammy. I don't Nami. care. You think I care about the Joneses next door because they have a brand new car? But every person in my class, has all my friends in my class have one. I go, I'll be I left out. Care. You're not getting it. Don't care. You're not getting it. But see, the parents won't do that, Margaret. They give in. Yeah, but you see, that's where it's fall, falling down, Nile, Because the parents are wimps. And, yeah. you, and you are right. If your child came to you and said, Mom, will you buy me 20 yeah, cigarettes because all my mates in school are smoking? You wouldn't buy them 20 cigarettes. No, you would not. Or somebody said to you, the child comes home and says, Oh, Paddy told me at the weekend they had a few cans in the field. Would you go out and buy a couple of cans for your young lad so he can sit in the field? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. But we do. And it. that's where it all falls down. The responsibility of being a parent in the first place is that you are totally responsible for that human being until they are 18 years of age. And anything they say or do, you are held responsible for that child. There is too much Mickey Mouse going on in this country and letting parents away scot-free. And that's why you have so many kids delinquent today. They're killing innocent young children. They're raping. They're robbing. They're selling drugs. They're drinking. The antisocial behaviour has gone out of bounds. We all know what has happened in Dublin in the last month. And it has brought to the forefront of extra guarding. These little thugs know exactly where to be shifting their problems to mm-hmm. a different street. They're well on the ball. They're smarter than Langarda Shear Corner. There are smarter uh, uh, kids out there. They know exactly what they're at. And then they're pushing the druggies out to the suburbs of Dublin. 
But the phones have become, when you talk about drug, the druggies, the phones have become like a drug now. But it is, Niall, you see. And, and parents have to take responsibility for their own children. And you know, Niall, because, you know, you're on the media there and you hear all these things, and we all hear about it on the news or the newspaper or whatever, that, you know, kids are being, um, how would you say, devastated. You have children who commit suicide because they're being bullied. You have children who have been uh, enticed they think they're talking to uh, a, child, a child, but they're talking to child an adult. Is Fourteen, but they're actually talking to an adult. And then they say, "Oh, I'll meet you at such a place, and sure, we'll we'll go and get an ice cream." But when they turn up, they're actually yeah, there's some dirty outfit there. Yeah, 20s. yeah, yeah, or older. And we've all seen Irish men deli- going over to the UK and and meeting up with young ones, and it's happening in Ireland even as we probably speak today. Okay, well, well, hang on. Just let me stay there a second. Let me just get a legal perspective on this. Malachy Steenson, solicitor, joins us as well. Malachy, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Niall. Now, Malachy, we all know, like the legislation for smoking, for drinking, and for many things, you know, it isn't really policed. It's policed by us as parents. It's a guideline. The same with the age of consent. The same with everything. They're, they're generally not policed by the police or the Garda Sheikana. So why not bring in legislation to ban smartphones and social media for under-16s? At least it sends a message out to parents that this is not what your kids should be doing. Niall, this is a bit like shutting the stable door after the horse is bolted. And I listened to government ministers saying how Harris and, and others foley that they would, you know, bring in guidelines to the schools. I don't think there's any schools that permit the use of, of phones within the school premises during the school day. So, you know, that's not an issue. Your Margaret is right there. This is parental responsibility. But this is also an abdication by parents to a large extent of their responsibilities as parents. If we cannot enforce the legislation that says somebody under 18 shouldn't be buying drink or drinking, last week it was vapes they wanted to ban. We're continually coming into a type of society where everything is regulated. Now, the problem itself is not so, is not phones and it's not social media. It's the content that they're able to access. Now, some report the other day said kids as young as 10 were access, uh, accessing porn, for instance, on um, their mm. phones. That's a simple matter. All porn should be behind a paywall. Yeah. That could be legislated for in the morning. And that, would, that problem would be gone. But what we're doing right through the education system, and, you know, we were, we're treating children like adults. Only two weeks ago, the same people who want to ban phones to 16-year-olds, or under 16-year-olds, want 16-year-olds to vote to decide on their future. Now, imagine that that vote was somehow required in a public way, and you have 16-year-olds voting to, you know... Yeah, no, I know, no, I completely agree with you. There's 18-year-olds that wouldn't even let vote out there, mind you. But in saying you that, 16 is too young. The education system, Niall, is about now treating children as adults and telling them they have rights. When your rights as a citizen of this state are subservient to the wishes of your parents until you're an adult. That's the whole basis of childhood. But with the Children's Act, or the Children's Referendum a number of years ago, a few people like myself pointed out exactly the way this would go and that the state would take control of your, of your children. And that's what they're doing in this 
and what they I mean, but, 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 but Maliki, when you, when you see the damage, and it's not just the porn, that's one aspect of it. It's the violence, it's the drugs, you know, people taking drugs, it's the, the violent images, it's, you know, inappropriate language, it's inappropriate videos, it's videos about, you know, gender, as Jason talks about earlier on, gender ideology. Yeah. The, the damage that's been because, done to yeah, children through that. mobile phones. But you can't tell a child in school, well, you can be a dog or a cat or a man or a woman or whatever you want to be on a given day. And then say, well, actually, we're not going to let you access anything about that on social media. I mean, that's a bit of a nonsense. None of that should be taught to young children. That should be the preserve of adults to make whatever decisions they want when they become adults. I'm not expecting taxpayers to pay for those decisions. No. But they're not issues that children should have to deal with. And we see the children... Well, then, why, then why not bring in legislation? As I mentioned earlier on, I listened to Vivek uh, Ramaswamy in the United States, who could become the next vice president of America, unlikely to be the president, but certainly could become the next vice president. And he said he will bring well, in legislation... Donald Trump will be the next president of America. I have he, no doubt about okay, that. Okay, and, and he has already suggested he would take Vivek as his vice president. So now, so yeah. what the point I'm making is, he said he would bring in legislation to ban smartphones and ban social media for people under the age of 16. That's now, a- if, if, if legislation in this country particularly was any good and solved any problems, we would be living in utopia. We are weighed down with legislation, which we bring in and say, oh, this will solve it. No, but, but, no Maliki, yet, Maliki, you know me. I'm all for free speech. When you're an adult, you free will. Do whatever you want. I don't care what you get addicted to. That's your own problem, right? And then go and seek help if you have a problem. But when we have children, we have a duty to protect them. So we bring yeah, in legislation for vaping. We bring in legislation for cigarettes, for alcohol, for, other, for sex, for things that we believe Niall, children shouldn't be doing. But, Niall, the legislation doesn't make Niall. a point for the difference. Well, it do, well, no, it does, because if we look at the legislation around smoking and alcohol, for example, now, it doesn't stop everybody from starting drinking young, but it does set a, there's a green light somewhere along the line where we know as parents we're not going to run out and buy them 20 cigarettes when they're 14. Do you know what I mean? No, you go into any school no. in the country, any, sec, any secondary school in the country, you will find, particularly on a Monday morning, a huge percentage of, and ask any teacher this, a huge percentage of the kids are still hung over from drinking drugs at the weekend, items yeah. which are not legally available. So legislation doesn't solve... And, and, and that's a percentage of children, Maliki. But when we look at mobile phones and smartphones, it's 100% of children. 100%. What, what, we have, what we have to go back to is a respect for the rule of law and a respect for society and a respect for individuals and what we need to do is to i mean there's a, a reason why society was built and focused around the family for millennium and this the, the liberal woke agenda wants to see the destruction of the family and that's why they they allow all of this stuff to be permeated into children's minds and to to corrupt them okay well, well, sorry sorry margaret you wanted to say something to maliki there go ahead yeah i want to ask maliki would he agree with my statements now i'm going to say is that the responsibility, of course, is with the parents, okay? And don't give in to peer pressure because Johnny down the road has it, you know. Mm. But what I'm going to say now is it is the responsibility of the people in government to say this is what is going on. They, their mothers and fathers, most of them, like the rest of us, okay? And why aren't they saying, Jesus, I don't want my child to, to grow up in a world 
that, you know, my child could commit suicide because they're bullied. Or my child could be brought to a place and they could be killed. Or they'd they be exposed. Yeah. I, I don't disagree but, with any of but, that, Margaret, but, but the political establishment but, but what in this I'm country has is, no interest or concern yeah, about see, the welfare of our children. But then, they don't then care. Parents, Maliki, your parents really, really, really care about their children. They should be outside post, protesting, outside the door, when they return right, they on, on the 22nd yeah. of, of, of September after their well, celebration. They but they won't. And, and here's, it's a little bit unfair to say that we don't care about our children sometimes when we allow our children a smartphone that gives them exposure to all of this stuff. And we know the dangers of it, and yet we still allow it to happen. It's probably a little bit unfair to say we don't care because we do care. Maybe we no, don't. Well, 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 Maliki, maybe we don't have a full understanding of the damage these phones are doing. Yeah. But, but let, let us be clear what the government wants to do by restricting phones to people, right? It's to restrict what they call misinformation, which they were unable. No, no, wait, no, 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 hang on, Maliki. If you're talking about adults, I agree with you. But we're not talking about adults. We're talking no. about children. Hold on. The children the don't need children any of that information. The same children that they want to be allowed vote. The same children who are taking a day off every couple of months from school to go out and protest after being indoctrinated that the world is going to end tomorrow. You know, it, it seems to me that it's okay for children to access information that the state agrees with. For example, the whole transgender nonsense and the cultism around that, anything to do with saving the planet and inverted commas and we're all going to die tomorrow. That's okay. And the more extreme that aspect of things is, the better for the state. But where it comes down to people accessing information, and once they bring it in against children, you know, this will extend. It's about saying, that what the state decides, what the Electoral Commission now, we understand, is going to be the determiner of what is truth and what is not truth, right? And that's what it's about. Well, and I, I know I spoke a little bit to Jason earlier on about the Ministry of Truth, as I call them. You know, the, the, yeah. ex, the ex-judge and whoever the other two people are who will decide what is fact and what isn't fact. But I think, Niall, it's incredible for a Supreme Court judge in this country, Mary Baker, to say what she said at the press conference. Uh, but, it, but it was also to say it with a smile on her face, by the way, which I thought was quite disgusting. Because that, and that encompasses, and, and that goes back to, to Margaret's point there, that encompasses the attitude that the political and NGO class have in this country towards ordinary people who ask questions. I mean, they got their answer at Electric Picnic, you know, where the biggest crowd at any concert ever in Electric Picnic was at the Wolf Tones. Which was I, I, saw, I saw that, yeah. By the, the political class on the, the women's soccer team. And then Vera Powell accent, ex, uh, acceded to the state's request and all of that. Then gets dumped in. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I did see the crowd, by the way, electric picnic, the Wolf Tones. They couldn't fit them all in the tent. They probably should have put them on the main stage. It was bizarre. Yeah. And these are all young people as well. You wouldn't imagine young people would be going to see the Wolf Tones, but they did. And they're all waving their flags. Stay, well, stay there for a second, Maliki, if you can. Stay there. Let me just go to Breda as well. Breda, you've heard Maliki and what he has to say. You've heard most people, what we have to say. I think most parents are, are try their best, but we've, we've kind of absconded our responsibility when it comes to smartphones. Well, we have and we haven't. I mean, there's, there's plenty of, of systems you can put on the phone to stop children from being able to access certain sites and everything else. I do agree with children shouldn't have phones in schools. I think it's distracting from them. 
you know, they can have them on silent and they're watching, they can be looking at stuff instead of learning stuff. Um, I think, you know, children have to be able to express themselves. And unfortunately, the only way that they know how to express themselves these days is through social media, which I don't, I, like, I think... But, but who, to, has, who has told them that's the only way to express themselves? We express ourselves by going out and playing a game of football, a game of rounders, calling for our friends... You know, we expressed ourselves differently. There was nothing wrong with the way we expressed ourselves. Yeah, but now the man in the white van, not, uh, Noel, <laughs> is out there. And people are petrified of sending, letting their kids out into the streets. But, you know, well, you're not allowed to play football because you might fall and break your leg or something. You yeah. know, you're not allowed to run because... Yeah, you might. I, I get you. No, you're not allowed to climb a tree anymore. Sorry, yeah. go ahead, Breda. No, but Maliki, I had a situation a long time ago. I live in a close and a van came in and two women in it, and I was watching out through the window, thank God. My lady was cycling around the clothes on the bike, and one of them got out and put, lifted up the front of the, as if the engine was something wrong, and the other one opened the side door, and it was like a little camper thing. And, of course, my one being the nosy madam that she was, dropped the bike and was getting ready, and your one was walking in behind her. And if I wasn't watching, she was gone. So, like, there, there is that danger out there, you know, and sorry, man. Oh, I'm not saying there's not a danger, but there's a paranoia. I mean, being realistically, there, as far as I remember, and in my years on media in the last 20 or 30 years, there's been two children abducted in this country. Yeah, but what I'm saying is... No, well, I don't know about Philip Cairns. Philip Cairns went missing. We don't know what happened to Philip Cairns. But yeah. so, so well, what I'm saying is, officially, there was two children kidnapped there going back about seven years ago. Do you remember? I can't remember the story, but there was two, two children. Now, thankfully, we got them back again. But there was two children... Breeder, children are not being kidnapped by people in vans on a daily basis. Oh, it no, just I isn't happening. But no, but this was going to happen that day, Niall. You know the way you get that chill and that gut feeling, and I was out that door like a hot potato, and she was definitely going to be gone if I hadn't seen it. Like, they were going in behind, like, I, anyway, another story. Look at children need to be encouraged. My lady did Irish dancing from the time she was four years of age. So we were on the road most weekends. We were a competition. She had, you know... Yeah. Training two, three nights a week. She's doing that. Her dance shed doing the rest of it herself. So I kept her busy and occupied. But you can do as much as you can to encourage them to be out and about and do things. They're still drawn to that bloody phone. I, I can't, I don't know what it is. But you, you see them every day. But when you're, when you're driving around, you see two or three kids at school time in the back of a car. And none of them are looking out the window. They're missing the world around them. All they're doing is staring yeah. straight down into a phone. Yeah. Constantly yeah. all the but time. I mean, it the, is an addiction. But the, parents, but the parents should take the phones off them. You know. But they like, won't. I mean, it's... Yeah, but like... Because they're terrified of them. But in most respect, they're terrified. I mean, like, you're the parent. Like, let me tell you something. If I said something to my lady and it didn't happen, there were consequences to it. And, you but know, you see, the reality, the reality is that if you take the phone off your child, now, I believe that, uh, just to be clear, children should not have phones and children should be allowed to be reared as children. Yeah. That's not where we are now. But if you take that phone off the child, the first thing she's answered is child line. They all know the number of child line off by heart. <laughs> and then well, like you're into you. the referrals that choose that, you know. And, yeah, you know, yeah. you talk about the Irish dancing and all, that's okay up till kids, the same as camogie and football, and most kids drop out of those things at 12 or 13. I mean, that's no, the reality. And if you take no, the Irish dancing no, as, 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 if you take no, Irish dancing no. as, in, in particular, as, 
because of now, and I would have had some involvement over the years with, with Irish dancing, that the, um, the cost now and the whole competition side of it, you know, has gone through the roof and it's totally ridiculous. That needs to go back to use your, wear your own hair and get your mother. Again, it shows years ago, your mother put your ringlets in the night before it happened. Oh, and it was, and it, was it was torture. I did it myself. It was torture. The wigs are fantastic. You put them on, you put the clips in, they look great. I mean, my lady did it right up until COVID stopped her because she, she was supposed to be going to the world that year and everything stopped and then there was too big a gap in between and she just decided to give it up. I even had a new dress here ready for her to go back. But it's like she, and, and all her friends that she made through Irish dancing, some of them are dancing all over the world now with different shows. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, but kids are not taking up hobbies anymore because they couldn't be bothered. They couldn't be arsed. She can't, you know, you ask them even to go out or let's, we're going out for a walk to the local park or a walk along the beach. They don't want to go. Exactly. They, they want to stay at home on their phone. I'm just to, to come back to the Irish dancing thing. Well, no, no, I know. I'm not saying it's not, Brady. It is the parents' fault. You're right. Yeah. One of the huge benefits of Riverdance and Michael Flatley was that it opened up that avenue right throughout the world for yeah. boys and girls who are good at dancing to, you know, yeah. get a career out of it. Um, and I'm old enough to remember when there was only one world. Now, I, I, I yeah, yeah. by the way, I was looking online there and seeking to figure out how many kids are being abducted in Ireland on a daily basis. And according to the ISPCC, how many children are actually abducted from or to Ireland. But they all come under the Hague Convention, the Brussels Convention, uh, 46 under the Hague Convention and the Brussels um, what's it, BIS regulation. In other words, most of them are children from abroad or indeed what they are is cases yeah. of children being abducted by their own parents, you know, who, aren't, who haven't got access to them or whatever. So right. ch- children yeah. are not being, generally speaking, there, there doesn't seem to be any cases there whatsoever for women particularly of children who are abducted by strangers. And if you look at Noel, any of the alerts that were put out for children, you know, when they put them up on the motorways, yeah. they have all been family cases where the yeah, child family law courts yeah. yes and, I mean, it's the same in the United States by the way when you see you know children's faces on milk cartons and all that kind of thing it's yeah. generally a father yeah. who has taken a child for you know the two days access he gets a week and then disappears to another state you know with the child but the, 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 the real problem behind all of this Mike, is the actual breakdown in society and we need to rebuild society we need to rebuild a country where People are important. Where your family life is important. Okay, well, children, well, then, well then just agree with me, Malachi. Let's just, let's bring in legislation. I know you hate legislation, so do I. But on this occasion, it's for child protection. Let's bring in legislation to ban the use of smartphones and social media for children. You, uh, you don't have to police it. I'm not suggesting the guards go around, you know, wrapping children on the knuckles or taking their phones off them or whatever. The guards shouldn't even be involved in it. What we should but do... You no, but what, say, what I'm saying is it sends a message, a strong message out to parents, and it means that parents are now unified in saying to the kids, it's illegal. So at least parents have this an excuse. This is what we do in this country, Niall, all of the time. We bring in legislation, and like you're saying, oh, well, we won't police it. We just... Well, you I mean, know, if but, you want to send yeah, but we brought parents, in, but Maliki, we brought in legislation. For example, now let me give you another example. We brought in legislation five years ago to stop uh, adults smoking in the car with children. You remember that piece of legislation? Nobody, I don't believe anybody has been prosecuted with it. But I think it did send out a strong message to parents: don't smoke in the car when you've got very young kids. 
You know what I mean? So what I'm no, saying I, is... I would, I, would suspect, I would suspect that the people who are smoking cars with their kids in it before that legislation are still doing the very same thing. Probably the some of them are. Some of them are. doing it in the beginning. So the legislation actually makes no difference. Well, some of them are, but some of them might have thought twice about it. That's the point I'm making. So it may help, because at the moment, parents need some sort of tools. Because their parents seem to be afraid of the children to say, give me the phone, you can't have it. Or, listen, don't take the phone to bed with you. Or, you can't have that phone. Listen, we're going out for a walk in the park. Parents are afraid to do that now. But at least if you have legislation, they can say to the kid when it's illegal. But that comes from the fact that we now treat children as mini, mini adults. We don't treat them as children. And they should be treated as children. Oh, 100%. And we need to, to go back to that. You know, children should not... And, you know, I, I go back to the climate change thing and all of that. When people in society listen to a 15-year-old like Greta Thunberg yeah. telling us how to run the world, you know, what yeah. does that say to children? Oh, but she, Greta Thunberg terrified children by telling them six years ago that the polarised caps would be melted in five years and we were on the verge of extinction. She was wrong. Everybody knew she was wrong, but she terrified children by saying it. The political establishment in the Western world promoted her, and it's them that used her then to terrify children. Well, there's loads more Greta Thunbergs. I don't want to mention names, but there's journalists in this country who terrify people on a regular basis about climate change. Yeah. Who do who who catastrophize everything? Sorry, yeah, Brendan. There's a party in this country that tries to terrify everybody, telling us. Oh, the Green Party, yeah, of course, yeah. Bullshit, bullshit. How long did it take him to get to Nairobi on the bicycle? Yeah, I know he's in Nairobi today. For a man who's telling everybody not to be using airplanes, he travels around the world more than anybody else. Yeah, yeah. He probably has forty forty people with him. And I'm dancing down the street the other day, by the way, in his bare feet. I've never seen so many flags. I put it up on Twitter. The last time I saw that many flags was at an Olympic opening ceremony. <laughs> that's actually from a couple of years ago, Noel. That's not a current. That's from oh, the Pride okay. March three or four years ago. It's not current. Right. I think it was actually before they were in government. But it shows the mentality of the man. The man shouldn't be anywhere near the government. any decision maker. Well, well, according to predictions and polls, they will be obliterated in the next election. Well, uh, I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. All right, listen, guys. Maliki, Bre- uh, Breda, thank you. I was going to say Brenda. Sorry, I do apologise. Breda. That's all right. I get called all sorts. <laughs> thank you very much indeed, and I appreciate you joining me. Don't forget, by the way, at any stage, if you want to bring us up, uh, you want to bring up any topic at all on the show, all you got to do is email us. It's Nile at NileBoylan.com. That's Nile at NileBoylan.com. Now for the most interesting part of the conversation, and that is, how can, can you support us? You can support us on this show to continue doing what we do every single day. We have people who help us. We have a producer. We have a technical person who helps us every single day. And nobody gets paid because we love doing what we're doing. But we would like to make some money out of it. We would like to at least get it to pay for itself. And you can help us to do that by supporting us. Either subscribe on Twitter, although the better way to do it would be on our website. We will never charge you for watching the show or listening to the show every single day live. You can watch it and listen to it for free. You can go to our website and listen to it for free. But if you want to watch it again later, or you want to send it to your friends or share it with your friends, all we ask you to do is register on the website. It's five euro a month. That is the price of buying me a pint of beer for doing a bit of a good job. You know what I mean? Imagine you were walking down the street and you met me tomorrow and you kind of recognized me. You said, oh, you're your man Noel from the radio. Listen, I listen to your podcast every day. It's bleeding great. 
Love it. Fair play to you. The only man who says what it is. And that's what people say to me all the time, by the way. I'm not making that up. You're the only man who says it as it is. You don't give a bollocks, no. Fair play to you. So, would you buy me a pint of beer if I was in the pub? You'd say, oh, fair, listen, Noel, you have a point. That's all I'm asking. Buy us a pint of beer. Between the three of us, buy us a pint of beer. Buy us a cup of coffee from Starbucks. That's all we're asking. Once a month. It's a fiver. Once a month. Go onto our website, nileboylan.com and just register on the website for a fiver a month. You can watch all of the videos, all of the interviews we ever done. You can listen to them all. You can watch them all. They're all there in one place on the website. We want to make it as easy as possible for you to listen. And please tell your friends. Share the story with your friends. Niall Boylan is back during the day. He's got his own podcast. You can listen to it and watch it on Facebook and on Twitter. Or you can watch it afterwards on his website, nileboylan.com. Go to our Facebook page. Go to our Twitter page for updates. We will be sending out monthly newsletters if you want to sign up for the newsletter as well by the way on the website about what's coming up what we're going to be doing and we've got some really good interviews coming very soon one of them in particular will blow your mind because nobody else in ireland will get it that's coming very soon and we will send you information about that if you sign up so please do support us and help us to continue doing this podcast every single day in about 15 minutes time i'm going to be talking to a security expert all about the internet and about children and how we can protect them. To follow on from today's show. I'll be talking to Will Geddes. And we will put that up on our podcast later on today. We didn't want to bring him onto the show. Because we've decided that sometimes experts in the show might bore you a little bit. So you give a choice to watch it or not watch it. We want to give you the opportunity to have your opinion during the day. So please do support us. As I said, it's NileBoylan.com. Don't forget, at any stage during the day, if you think of something that you want to talk about on the radio, you think it's something good, or you want to get involved in the show, or you want to be one of the people who comes on the air on a regular basis, because people say, don't always bring the same people on. We don't want to do that. So if you want to come on, you can WhatsApp us. The number, as usual, is 085-100-2255. See how that magically appeared on the screen, and I didn't even touch anything? That's because there's somebody else doing that. See, I can catch him out really quick if I say, and the number is oh, <laughs> 085. See the way it came up magically on the screen. See, there's somebody else there. Watch this. Look, no hands. Change the bottom section. <laughs> he was a bit slow there, wasn't he? Put the number back on the screen. So we don't get any money for doing it. But we would like to make a little bit of money out of it. When I say, make, you know, cover our costs. So please do support us and do subscribe. I'll be back again with you tomorrow at the usual time, 12 o'clock. Until then, have a great day. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan podcast. Listen live on Facebook, YouTube, and all the usual live stream services. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text 085 100 2255. The Nile Boylan Podcast. They told me to shut up. Available for download from all your usual platforms. 